are the Honeywell Heroes. Wow. Not bad. Yeah, I could have kept going. Actually, yeah. I should have burnt. <laughs> that would have been cool. I bet you were, you got an A in music class back in the day. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure I man. did. <laughs> yeah. No, I was at Elijah Buell, dude. Elijah Beal. My, I forgot about that. Elijah yeah. Beal. Where'd on, you man. go? Best school. I was yeah. a Harding Hawk, man. Ooh, the Ooh. Hawks, baby. Ooh. Ooh. Hawks, Horseman, and Elijah Buell. Best school around. That was our school song. It said something about that in there. Yeah. I don't know if that was true, but it felt like it. I. It's Is it weird, though, that none of those schools are open anymore? I know. It's crazy. Yeah. I miss the ice cream socials and sliding down the playground slide, but I think Eagle Heights has the playground slide from there. Does it? Well, they did. I don't know if it's mm. been updated, but... I like it. Yeah. I and like and tetherball. Did you guys ever play tetherball? Yeah. That was good. Ooh. I used to just, I I would like play against the girls and just hit it and it would spin all the way around. And be like, yeah. I'd get bored with it after a while. Yeah. Though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> get bored. That's how Tanner picked up chicks. That's really how he got his girlfriends in elementary school. Tetherball. Yeah. Yeah. Smack yeah, hey. Kelsey Krogman in the face. That's hey, how you picked her up. Hey, I know. Hey, girl. Want to yeah. see me smack this tetherball? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. I love it. Hey, we're the Honeywell Heroes. Um, we have a guest tonight, and uh, his name is Random Tanner. Random Tanner. I'm he, just kidding. Go ahead. He, actually, he, you are the guest. <laughs> Random there we go. This is, this is your guys' show now? <laughs> go no, ahead. Guest. Random T. Let's go. Now, we got a guest here is Nate Herrick, the Clinton High School. Whoop, whoop. Head football coach, and uh, why don't you just give us a little rundown on what you do for Clinton High School, your teaching and coaching duties. Uh, I teach, uh, teach high school math, uh, mostly Algebra 2, uh, high school football, uh, head football coach, I guess, and then the uh, assistant track coach. Track. Nice. Ooh, track, okay. And math, so who whose uh, math spot did you take over? Uh, Brad Van Royen. You guys probably don't know Brad. And who's, he, Whose spot did he take over, do you know? I think he was Greg Dennis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, Mr. Did you have Mr. So I was in his, so for the first 10 years of my career, I actually taught in Greg Dennis's old room. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> he just, he always used to say this, you just got to work it out. You got to work it out. <laughs> or when he would come over and you'd ask him a question during class, he'd always say, what you got, Nate? What you got? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey, he was all about it. Just all about the business. You guys were good at math though. Like yeah. if you're teaching it, you were, he, Tanner was. Yeah. Well, I was in AP calculus with uh, Smitty and I should have tried harder, but I was I was at least in AP calculus. Did you pass? Uh, yeah, bro, you pass AP. I could barely pass algebra two. <laughs> I got like a D plus. Oh That's gosh. how bad it was. So That's who did you who did you have? I had Dennis, and uh, he used to always when I would ask him a question, he would be looking out the window. <laughs> That's how we meet. Yeah, because it was in the courtyard. Like his room would still face the courtyard. <laughs> so he would look out the window. So what? Like, he just to like focus and ponder. I don't know. Like he'd be, I'd be right here, and this is what he'd be doing. Well, number seventeen, and I was always like, "Where are you looking? Like, where are you looking, bro? Like, come on, man." So that's great. But I just wasn't smart. So it is what it is, dude. It's but not their fault. You were exceptional in art class with your figures that you drew. <laughs> Like yeah. the, the people? I drew stick figures <laughs> with Miss Winkler. She's probably not there, is she? She is not. She just she retired a couple years ago. But I mean how do you think? She probably We worked there. together for probably the first six years of my career. Oh, Did you? That's wow. That's man. 
Time flies when you're having a great time. That's true. Before we get rolling, we got a sponsorship. We got to roll with that first. First Choice Insurance. Tanner, why don't you tell them about First Choice Insurance? First Choice Insurance for all your home auto and life insurance needs. 410 South 2nd Street, 563-241-2341. Again, 563-241-2341. Call Andrew Wood. Tell him Honeywell Hero sent you. If you want to email him, it's awood at firstchoiceinsured. Insured. I said insured. G- Whatever. Anyways, you guys aren't going to email him. Just just call just call him for, for all your for all your home life auto business and much much more. You got it. You sound right? good. Absolutely. Is that a good voice to read a absolutely something? Okay. Oh yeah. You're good. Okay. Okay. And hey, now batting is Honeywell Hero story. I want listen. Either one of you, just roll. Give me a Honeywell story. I got to have something. Honeywell Heroes story. All right, Tanner, you got to go first. Okay, Ooh, so okay, putting you random on the spot. Okay, so mine's not really from CJB because I've I, we've we've talked about that a lot. Mine, uh, I'm going to do a coaching story. Um, so actually, this past season, I coached Jada's softball team. Um, she gave softball a try for the first time, which is cool. She did a lot of that this year. Um, so. Uh, they didn't have a coach, so I was like, yeah, I don't know if I really want to do it. And they ended up convincing me to do it, um, and I'm glad I did. Uh, I had a lot of girls that had never played. We actually had more girls on our team that never played softball than actually did, which I thought was cool because it means, especially at that age, because it was a middle school age, I think fifth, sixth, seventh. Um, and the fact that they all wanted to give it a try um, was was pretty cool, and we ended up getting first in the league, so, well, second because Comanche beat us. But it has to be the coaching. It, I, it's 100% the coaching <laughs> Yeah, because – um, I actually hadn't – I didn't get one text or phone call from any parent complaining, which wow. is actually crazy for Erickson Center. Well, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I'm going to take that one to the grave because I, I pride <laughs> myself on that on that stat. Um, but anyway, so so one of the games, um, there was a girl – it was her first year playing, and she was rounding I, – I really taught them, like, base running. That was one of the big things because a lot of the teams we were playing had no idea um, how to, like – be aggressive on the base path. So I, I always, like, taught them that at practice, and during the games I would, I would help them. And anyway, so this girl rounded third, and she's running home, and they, the other team made a play, and she, like, trucked the catcher. Now, she <laughs> didn't do it on purpose. She has no – like, it was one of the first games, I think. It was hot out. She trucked the catcher. The girl laid there, and literally the entire crowd, the other coach, they all were screaming at her, screaming at me. There was, like, parents, like, literally cussing at me, calling me all these oh, names, man. like, what do you teach these girls? You teach them to hurt, hurt people. And – it took everything in me to not say anything back, but I just kind of shook my head and I just, I'm like, let's just move on. Like nobody did it on purpose, you know, but it was, it was one of them things where I just kind of like, it, it was a parent situation where I'm like, they just don't even understand the game. They don't understand. Like for one, if it's one of the, those things where I just wanted to be like, if you think you can coach better, come coach. Like I'm, our people aren't out here trying to hurt people. And that was, that was my point. I, and that's my story. So. So you didn't even say nothing back. No, I didn't. Well, I turned around. I'm like, Bro, I'm like, we're not trying over. to hurt any. We're not. Our, our girls right. aren't, aren't even skilled enough to understand how to hurt somebody in a game like that. I can only imagine the thoughts that were going through oh, your head. Dude, <laughs> you, should, you should have heard all the names. I'd be saying the names hey. he called me were. Just, I couldn't even believe it. And it, it was some old guy, and I, I just kept staring at him. He's like, "Yeah, keep looking at me," and I'm like. You know what? Like, old man, take you out back, I'll break your hip. That's (laughs) what I'm saying to you, man. So maybe 10 years ago I would have said something, but I was just kind of like, you know what? We're having such a good season. The girls see me positive all the time, and we're just going to keep it rolling that way. So I'm in. That's what we did. 
Coach Eric, I know you got to have a couple, at least one good. Story. Yeah, I'm sure you got a good CJ. Man, so you guys got to know. Like I listened, I've, I've listened to every one of your guys' shows, and I, you guys talked about so much stuff from the pop to playing the All Star game down at Jones Field. Like those were yes. all, those were all good things. Uh, but one thing that probably people, I mean, I remember, and I know, like uh, you guys know, Ryan Schubert works down at High V. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was on my ba- he was on my little league baseball team. I was on the Indians, which turned into the Giants. Uh, Michael Scott. Fallen was on our team, oh, like okay. Jake Yan, like oh, yeah. you know, uh, we had a good, we had a good group of good dudes, but uh, and uh, we were we were part of the group that had the initial like uh, pitching machine come into play, okay. and you know, and, and so was that in Pee Wee? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they just they just threw you just. Just, just heaters right down the middle, just waiting for people to smack home runs. Like, <laughs> and I was kind of big back then. I'm still kind of big now. Like, um, I, I hit quite a bit of home runs. Like, if I didn't tell this story, Grant Borgor would be, uh, he would be kind of mad with me. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, Harry just showed up and he just hit home runs all the time. And I was like, yeah, it's because of the pitching machine. He threw it in the same spot every time. <laughs> yeah. Little floaters. Yeah. Like. Go hit it 500 feet when you're like <laughs> seven years old. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Oh man. I don't remember the pitching machines. Yeah. Well, I guess I didn't play. Really? You didn't didn't play my first year playing was going into sixth grade. I can't remember. They, I don't know if they got rid of it when I played, but I was on the when I had when I was head up. They they changed and t- tried so many different things. Pitching machine. We're gonna do a coach pitch. They even let the kids pitch in Pee which was a terrible idea. Let me let me tell you, those games were. I think it was my second year of Pee They brought it in. The first it? year was coach pitch. I mean, it was actually player pitch, and games were just. Oh yeah. It was horrible. the third inning. The games are over. Nobody's having fun. Like. Right. The score would be like one to zero. Yep. Yeah. And then, but part of my tenure as head ump at CJB, um, they did all pitching machine a year or two, and the games were like thirty three to thirty one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was fun for it. It's it's hard to find a balance at that age, I think. With yeah, but I feel like the kids kind of enjoy it, you know. Yeah. Like oh yeah, that's the part they enjoy. Like, I mean, you guys talked about like Duddy Carpenter coming up and throwing smoke. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, you know so. <laughs> You know, I spent a lot of time out there as a kid. You know, we, we played a lot of ball together. Like, um, PDX ended up on our team in the blind draft later on. Like, he was a Yankee to begin with. Like, um, but he ended up on our team later on. So, yeah, it was, was a good It was, was fun to get trades and players. Well, and, the, and, the, like, and when me and you ended up on the same team, it was the best thing ever. The draft. Yeah. Because it was from the draft. They don't do the draft anymore. Uh, yeah, they don't do. do the, they somebody do. was telling me the other day, they're like, they don't do the draft. They do, but the, the people will rig it now. They'll, like, a kid will not show up to the tryouts, and then, oh. like, the coach will. We'll tr- like try to sneak them on their teams. Yeah, it's kind of goofy. Not like when they when they do the tryouts. Still, like, does the coach still call the kid? Yes. Well, they probably text them now, but because I remember, like, I got a phone call from from Mike yeah, from Michael from Mike Scott, like Michael Scott, like you know Michael Scott, like so old man Mike, the firefighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. called yeah. me the first time, and I was like, "This is the weirdest thing," but I'll never forget <laughs> that like conversation. Yeah, for real. Yes. I, I was think, like, "Man, this is awesome." Didn't that happen to you, Stenda, when you got on the Braves? Because he was screaming like two blocks away. Yep. I could hear him. He's like, "Because yeah, we we were at my house, and we were down the he was down the street, and they called, and they're like, "Hey, you're on the Braves." Did they call you or did they call your mom? Call my mom. And she's like, hey, you're on the Braves. And I was like, it was the coolest thing. I was running outside my house. I was (laughs) running down the street. You would have thought he won the lottery, (laughs) man. Yeah, he did. did Man, if you're playing with your buddies at that age, you did win the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It was cool. Um, I don't know. My story is not really. I I just remember when I think it was my second year we were in the All-Star game and I hit a ground ball between short and third. And Mark Mashevitz was playing first base for the Mariners. Yeah. And I slid. It was a bang bang play, and I slid into first from from the batter's box, and I took his leg out and pulled him off the bag, so I was called safe. And the coaches and the people were freaking out, and they were like, "You can't slide into first base." And Jamie O'Mara and Adam Husenfeld are like, 
why can't you slide? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, they've never oh, seen that. They've never crazy, seen, like, the man. sliding in the first, you know, from the batter's box. Yeah. And I remember taking Mark. I just remember Mark had glasses, his big first baseman's uh, <laughs> mid on, and I took his leg and it pulled he him was, off. He, he was right crying. Oh, huh? he was. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man, Mark. He was, he was such a little. It. Yeah, he was kind of a little, a little baby. Yeah. A little, I don't care. Right. You know, it was kind of funny. But, yeah, that, that was my story from it. But Speaking of the Mariners, do you remember Cedric? Eggers, yeah. yeah. When he played, you remember yeah, that? Dude. He couldn't even swing the bat, dude. No. But yeah, he was huge, then, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, you should have seen his brother. Yeah, they were Alex all. before that. Like he was a big. Yeah, he was a big dude. He he would have been like Kevin Hart's class. Like uh, he would have been an 04 grad, I think. Yeah, so. I, I I do remember him, and they they all acted exactly the same. Like uh, uh. it was kind of like this there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah nice Alex, guys, but yep. yeah. Alex, he, yeah, he was a big dude. Yeah, he was. Because he was a lot like a lineman, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. Did he play basketball? He did. I don't think he played much his but senior he, year. He but was, he, I, I mean, he played him. a lot as a younger. Yeah. Because, like, he played on, like, that uh, – who was the coach of that team? Uh, the Duncan dad, uh, Briar Duncan. Briar Duncan. Yeah. Yep. You guys remember that? He lived, he lived over by – On uh, Sweet Briar Lane. Sweet Briar – yeah, that's right, dude. <laughs> that's right off of what North are the 11th, odds? isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. What are the odds? I know, man. Time flies when you're just having a great time with <laughs> <That's>, life. <laughs> you know, that's right. So who I'm going to ask you this, Harrig. Who was your favorite team to play against at CJB? Uh, probably the Red Sox. Like, they were kind of always loaded. Like, you guys talked about that early on. Like, um, you know, like that was like Ryan Jordan. I think Kevin Hart was on that yeah, team. Yeah. I don't know if he was or not. But he said, um, I think he said Luke he was. Miller was. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, because like, he, he mentioned all those names. Yeah, so. like Case Fuller was on that team. Like, uh so it, it's it's kind of full circle. Like Case has a kid that's in first grade with my daughter now. Oh, like we went to school together. Awesome. Like it's kind of fun. Like I just saw him the other day. I yeah. can't remember where, but somewhere. Uh, what about you, Stenda? Who was your favorite team to play against? Mm, I don't know. I like the Cardinals. I think I said that before. Yeah, just because it I, was I, always good competition. Yeah, and Brody and Brody and uh, Curtis Howard. I always love playing against the Yankees just because just to always have the shot at ending that thing. Yeah, and then we did and. Yeah, we already talked about that. I hate, I hated the Yankees. <laughs> See, that was like the Red Sox for our grade. Like, yeah. was that crew? Was it? Yep. Okay. Yeah, because I remember RJ. Because did RJ's dad coach? Yeah, like oh, they tried I'm to get sure. my dad to like coach back in the day. Oh, like, yeah. my dad's like, I, I don't want to coach baseball. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, nah, I think I'll pass. Well, you have Coach Jordan. I mean, he, he, man, that guy, he was a wild dude. Like, even in high school. Yeah, but also, like, Coach Dennis, Coach Jordan meant business. Absolutely. He, he, was, he wanted you to show up and play and take it serious. So. Oh, yeah. That was hard for some. That was hard for some. Like, even me, like, I remember junior year, him, you know, he like, one time, he, I don't even know what I did. And he was like, you know, they said, like, you know, you're not effing take it serious or whatever. I'm like, chill out. And he's like, you chill out. <laughs> like, tell me. I was like, all right, hold on. I didn't mean to say that. Like, <laughs> you know, because you could usually kind of joke with some of the coach and. He was, like you said, he was just a business oh, guy. He, he wasn't trying to joke about anything. No. No jokes. Nope. No, he, he was, he was like you said, he was all business. I, I yeah. respect it. He was a good coach. I, I liked him as a coach, actually. Absolutely. <laughs> he, he definitely. But, I mean, he, out of all coaches, baseball-wise, I thought he, he knows baseball. Man. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah. Dude, you know, We had a lot of baseball coaches in the day, all three of us. But he, was, he was knowledgeable. He knew. He did. I'll give you that. Yep, for sure. All right, what do you guys – okay. I kind of came up with this one just to kind of keep it going. But give me, like, a random, like, favorite movie, TV show, something throwback from the 90s. Or, or like, a memory you remember being a kid in Clinton that you would do that was kind of like, whether it was summertime, whatever, just something, like, nostalgic. 
I remember when I was little, I spent pretty much every day of my life at Ben Boothby's house. We did, we ate lunch together, we ate dinner together, we traded and collected Pokemon cards and basketball cards. Like, we were literally together all the time. But I always remember, and this is something that would never happen in 2023, but we rode bikes, and he lived all the way up by Eagle Point Park. We would ride bikes, not every day, but a lot of times, to Stars and Strikes and back. (laughs) Yeah. And can you imagine letting your kid ride a bike that far? I mean, that's probably what over a mile. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And we just we were just out here, out and about, enjoying the weather, enjoying life, and probably annoying Joe at Stars and Strikes. And uh, but yeah, I just I, I really, you know, I though I wish the kids these days could have those type of memories too, um, without having the parents to be scared or or just you know you never know yep. what you're going to run into these days. Right. So. But yeah. yeah, that was that's probably one of my favorite parts about being a kid is being able to just be outside and free and not have to worry. Yeah. Um, so I got two for you. Yeah. Cool. So cool. one was, so I don't know if you guys know where my parents live. So my parents live on Springdale. Springdale, right yep. by RJ's. Yep, right across the street. Oh, really? So we played a lot of, like, before that was a through street, man, we played a lot of a lot of wiffle ball there, like tennis ball with, like, you know, baseball bats and a tennis ball. And, you know, you hit the parents' house, like, that was an automatic out. You hit yeah. it over the, hit it over yeah, the street, yeah. like, that was yeah, a home yeah. run. Like, I mean, it was me and me and RJ and Petey and, and Michael Scott would come up. Like, I mean, we had a whole slew of kids that would just be playing in the side yard all the time. That's awesome. You know, so, like, me and Petey and, uh, and Michael Scott spent a lot of time together. We played baseball together, and, and we would ride our bikes, like you said, Tanner. We would ride down to Michael Scott's house. You know, he lives down off of 3rd Street there. And sometimes we would go over to Clover Hills, and we would bug those guys for, like, hey, can we get some refrigerator boxes? <laughs> yeah. And we'd have these elaborate forts in the backyard, <laughs> yeah. you know. And and Sharf Olin would always make us like sweet corn for for lunch, you know. And then we'd get on our bikes and we'd buzz up to the north end and we'd go to Tasty Freeze and see what other trouble we could get into. And our parents had no idea where we were at or what we were doing. And everything was all good, too. That was for the most part. And if if somebody did call, you'd hope you beat your parents home to delete the message (laughs) off the machine. No, they never called. Delete. Now it goes right to their watch. You have no way to beat it now. Yeah, now they got Life 360. You can't can't hide nothing. I would honestly, I would would not want to be a kid today. Um, well, they ain't got a choice. No, they don't. Right. No, I get that part. But, I mean, I, I could But I know what you're saying, though. Man. It just, I feel like it. it's tougher. But I think, you know, it, I think it'd be better to see, like we, we were all kind of talking beforehand, just seeing kids out playing ball, playing, you know, playing football on the side of the house, doing those things. And you just don't see it. And I feel like that's where they kind of lose, like, the competitiveness and drive to, like, want to win. They just, it's kind of like, it's, it's almost like it's a business. Mm-hmm. For them, to an extent, if that well, makes yeah, sense, just like we talked, just like social, their worth is on social media and followers. But you know, we talked about this in another episode. But since we're talking about like wiffle ball and backyard baseball stuff, remember that, w- that was our worth. Like if you got beat, like you felt deflated when you came yeah. inside. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, that popsicle didn't taste as <laughs> no, good as right. if you got beat <laughs> no, on the side yard. No, you're <laughs> right. It, it didn't. It was, it was way different. You were yeah. you were bummed about it for sure. But but well, I guess. We sold like a, a crazy amount of wiffle balls, bats, and wiffle balls. I was I was rather impressed with that. I know yeah, you just the way you they said that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I, I just I, we're just since we're talking about it again, I'm, I'm still like I thought that was cool. I, hopefully they actually used them, I guess, but maybe they just bought them to look at them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but just the fact because that yeah, I mean even before we had the idea of the podcast, I was even like mind blown in here. Like every day there's kids coming in. I'm like, this is pretty cool, you know. I and mean, we even had some Nerf bats, and they all sold out. So Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. 
get a ball. Yeah. It'd be cool to see that stuff more, but I, I don't know. I mean, how do you? You know, uh, but it, 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 like we were talking about before, it could still happen. We might just not see it as much. Like, right, we right. were in it. That was that was our life at that point. Right, that's yeah, right. that's not our life right now. Like, we got jobs. We got careers. And, and we, gotta, we got families to support. And, um, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers fanatics to take care of. And Let's just all quit our jobs and play back baseball. <laughs> let's do it, man. I mean, you got to be a Steeler fan if you want to win. Wiffle ball bats are cheaper than bills. So. Yeah. They are. Yeah, we just win the lottery. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we could do it then. You said tasty freeze, but and then we can move on. But I, th- that's what I had down for like the throwback was. I used to I had this bike and my bicycle was a it was a turbo four eighty. <laughs> How do you remember? <laughs> I don't know because I remember my mom bought it for me, and uh, I used to like after I like ride it, I'd be like, oh, I bet the turbo's down to like three. Fi-. That's what I'd be saying to people, and they'd be like, what if like your yeah, gas tank was getting low? Yeah, the turbo's you know going down. But I used to ride up. I lived on McKinley Street down here, like okay. twenty one hundred block. Did you? We, yeah, for a while when I was I think first and second grade, and we would ride up here all the time to the taste freeze, and I'd always get um, it was the cho- frozen chocolate banana. Yeah. And it was like forty nine cents, like the, yeah. mon- the monkey tail. Yeah, the monkey yeah. tail. That's what it was, the monkey tail. Yeah. And that, I mean, I love that. I, every day, I was like, I'm going up to get that, and I try to like steal change on my mom's car so I could go get it. So All right, so Tanner, what was your go to at Tasty Freeze? Were you a Tasty Freeze uh, guy? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if know if I had a go to. I'd always get like the slushies, or I, I think I had a banana split a time or two. I don't know. Okay. What about what about what? About I was a big fan of the crunch. You know, like where they like the machine that would go around and would dump the crunch on the oh, yeah. ice cream cone. Like yeah. that was always my go-to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. man, that's crazy because that's that's right next door here. Yeah, it's and it's you know it's if you go over there in the parking lot, you can still see their floor. Like the tiling is still out there. Really, wow. it's weird. Yeah, man, we need to bring that back. Okay, do it. I'll open it up. Yeah. <laughs> I never saw anything because I just eat it. JP's tasty free. <laughs> just open it to eat it, and that's it. People are at the lines, and here I am eating all the ice, sucking everything They'll out. Like, are you machines. open? <laughs> nah, I'm not open. We were, but I ate it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is great. I don't know why now we're talking about that. Somebody told me a story when I was a kid, and I believed it. They said when the Tasty Freeze had shut down, that a guy had sucked all of the ice cream out of the machines. <laughs> And that's why they had to shut down. Like permanently? Yes, and I believed it. And I thought, oh, that's why it shut down. That he had, and I just imagine this, like, guy, all the machines going, he was sucked all the stuff out of there. It's gone. They you, didn't, you didn't wonder how he was doing? Oh. I don't know. I mean, I, you're just pissed that the place closed down. <laughs> like, Who cares dude, about him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, man, what the heck? Can dude? you just fill the ice cream machine back <laughs> yeah, up? Yeah. Oh, man, that's great. So, besides Tasty Freeze, I'm going to ask you guys this. So, if there was one restaurant or business from back in the day that you could bring back, what would it be? Bring back? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like one that you really enjoyed being at or eating at? Ooh, mods. Mods? Where was that? Was that so downtown? Mars was downtown. Yeah, yeah. Police department. It's like the hot yoga thing now. Oh yeah, something you know, like. And I'll never forget. Like we t- we still talk about this. Like uh, they had like they had the smoking, non-smoking sections, you know, and it was <laughs> yes. just just a yes. piece of lattice just separating, <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. just separating, just smoke just billowing <laughs> across <laughs> yeah. your cheeseburger. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Oh my goodness! Wow, that's good. I can't believe. Isn't that, that crazy? We lived in that era. That you could smoke in a restaurant. Yeah. Or the old Frontier, man. Yeah. yeah. Old Frontier, yeah. Ramada. Cool. Remember the Ramada Inn? Yeah. That was cool, That too. was like a cool, like the coolest hotel. I remember swimming town. there and yep. stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
Would you stay there now? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I think they just closed down again, I, actually. I think if you're going to go there, you're you're probably <laughs> yeah. not involved in anything legal. <laughs> Anyways. I'm <laughs> not going to say what's going on there, but I think you guys can draw. Yep, you, know, you can you can paint the picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, Porter's is good, though. I need me a Porter burger. Yeah. We'll have to hit them up. Maybe we can get some food from there. Yeah. Porter's is good. Yeah, they Porter's got good burgers. I was. Well, uh, what about Houston? If you could bring one back, a business. Um, Mr. Quicks. Yeah, I was gonna say I used to. See, I don't that? remember that. Like, you don't? No. Right by the old pizza. Was it right? where Accenture is now, or something? So it's or, or in that the dry area. cleaning business, right? It's 19th Avenue North and Second Street. Uh, okay. So right by the like the Walgreens. They, yep. Then they used to have like a thing where you could get like a whole bunch of was it burgers or hot dogs and then fries. It was like a whole pack you could get. It was it was something yeah. crazy with. Like, I remember because yeah. we had a membership at Meadowview Pool and uh, we would always get that food and bring it up there and sit at the little table. Yeah, and eat it, so. <laughs> yeah. There's still Mr. Quicks. Did you know that? I didn't know. Where? It's like in. Uh, I'd have to Google it, but I, I like their Facebook page so I can see their updates. But nice. it's, it's still the same logo and all wow. that stuff. Yeah, dude, so. that was probably twenty. Maybe hey, years. let's take a road trip there, dude. I think it's kind of far. I'm away. down for it. Okay. I mean, I'd eat just it. to go to Mr. Quakes, let's do it. I think it's in Missouri or something. That would fit Missouri. Yeah, yeah, would be a good yeah. Missouri, man. Missouri, uh, Mr. Wow. Quick. That's a good one, man. <laughs> what about you? What about me? I, you can't use Mr. Quicks now. Well, I can't know. I would say either, uh, maybe Paul Revere's or Stars and Strikes. Mm. Remember, remember Paul Revere's Pizza? Yeah. That was up on main. I think main it was right over here, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then obviously Stars and Strikes, man. Just because I spent a lot of time there. Yeah. You know, I you know, I took Stars and Strikes. I got caught stealing from there once. Did you? What sliding was, a little card out of his book or what? He had the fit. You know, remember he had those books. <laughs> Did you ever go in there? Oh right? yeah. Remember it, it was like the dollar books. The he had the 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 books with the cards. It was a dollar, but it's fifty percent off. Yeah. And I would bring my book, my cards in there. And I don't know, one you day. You stole a dollar card? I, I was, <laughs> it's terrible. I was like fourth grade. I, I would have bought it for you, bro. I, and I was like, it was kind of busy. And I, for some reason, and I was just like, oh, man, like, I took the card and I slid it under, like, the other cards of my book. Well, when I went to go pay for some stuff that I got, I was like fourth grade. And he was like, he would always look at my cards, like, be like, oh, I would buy this or you can trade this. And he saw a card and he's like, Hey, did you pay for that? It's like, I think I said like, yeah or no. And he's like, he took them. And I think I took two cards and he's like, Hey, if you ever do that again, I'm calling the cops. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. So I give him back. It was, it would have been a buck to buy the two cards. Oh my God. And I remember having to tell my mom that. And she's like, do I have to go in there? What did you do? And I was like, Oh, he caught me stealing. She's like, why were you stealing 50 cent cards? Yeah. From the I, you know, now that you're saying that I actually got caught stealing cards at Target. I, I took a pack into the aisle and I opened it, and then they caught me. Oh. That was dumb. I was so little. I don't yeah. know why I did that. My mom was like, "I would have just bought it for you." Like yeah. you said to ask me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was going on in my brain. Don't don't steal, kids. Yeah, okay? don't steal. God, I love it. Unless yeah. unless you're stealing a base. Yeah, that's right. Like Nate <laughs> Herrig. Yeah, sophomore year. Yeah, yeah. Or me. That's all I could do that year. <laughs> that's, oh, I think that was my shoulder year. Oh, that was well, the shoulder okay. summer, like. Okay. So. That's right. Andy Merrill. Andy, Coach Merrill. Yeah. Merrill. I haven't seen Merrill for a long time. Yeah. Merrill, yep. He, who, who was it? It would have been Merrill. Who else coached? Who I think was it was just him that year. Was it just Merrill? As, as the sophomore coach, because I coached first base the entire year. And I, I coached first base and pinch ran. <laughs> wow. He's such a long time ago. Yeah. Wow. Dude, we're old. We yeah. are. Old as dirt. Yeah. 
Yeah, it happens. All right, let me, uh, let's see here. Let's see, what, what goodies do we have? All right, I got a question. And this is open for discussion for everybody here. Whoever wants to go first. We kind of talked about a little bit before we came on here, but I'm talking about the feeder programs, Erickson Center, Honeywell, you know, YWCA. Is that what it is now? Yeah, but I don't know what program they have. They don't really have anything, do they? They just got a swimming pool. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. So pretty much the rec and Honeywell are kind of our feeder programs. Yeah. Um, am I missing any other feeder programs? Uh, like they're like the, you know, like the entry levels, how I see it. I don't think so, because soccer and all that goes through the rec. Okay. So. What, what, can, what can we do? It's kind of obviously more geared towards Nate, just like what can we do as a community collectively to build these programs to keep them solid? And that's open for everybody, but it's kind of, you know, since you're coaching football, yep. you you want to get those kids up to you, up to speed when they get to you where you're not going, i got to try to teach them all these basic fundamentals again that they should already know. What can the community do? Well, I think that's. Them? I think we've we've talked a little bit about it on the show already, and the fact that like kids just need to play. Yeah. You know, we played outside as kids. Like we were competitive in the side yard, whether it was, you know, baseball in the summertime, to tackle football in the snow in the winter time. Like you know, we, we were always doing something. Yep. You know, and um, we just need kids that are outside doing something, whether it's, you know, you know, in the rec. You know, doing the doing the fundamentals correctly. You know, just having a positive experience, I guess, would be the big thing. Like, sometimes you see these kids that are they're getting yelled at by coaches. Like, you know, like I even caught my myself doing a little bit with my daughter. Like, she played <laughs> softball this summer for the first time. She was six, and she just wants to play with the dirt. And I had to take a step back and think, she's six. Let her play with the dirt. Like, yeah, who yeah. cares? Like, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, the softball will come if she wants to do that. Like, you know, whatever she wants. But we just need people to be positive, teach the fundamentals. You know, support the programs. Like, you know, I go to a lot of basketball games, a lot of a lot of sporting events at Clinton. Like, you don't see a lot of young kids. You know, especially in Yord, it's cool up at Yord. They got that, you know, the south part of Yord where they, you know, they keep those bleachers pushed in a little bit and the kids can just kind of roam. Like, you don't see a lot of kids just roaming up there. Like, mm-hmm. right. bring the kids, let them, let them yeah. you know, let them watch an A.J. Russell and Addison Benny play sports, you know. Like, let, let's true. let them. Let them let's, yeah, look up to them and yeah. this is what I can be someday. Because I remember feeling that way when I was little, you know. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we were always at all, like, the Pony games. It was packed. We were always there. Yeah, absolutely. All the Clinton games, we were always there. It was was always packed so I, don't, I, I mean that's I where, that's where you went to hang out with your buddies yeah, like you if just, you had an off night at Clint Junior Baseball you still were there hanging out with your boys yes. like, right yeah yes. you didn't leave you're right you didn't go home I mean you were that was like what you kind of strive for like you were excited to go play you want to win you were upset but you still stayed and yeah you'd like to see yeah like hey so and so is playing tonight like let's go watch that game dad like yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that does make a difference and you're right you don't see a lot of it anymore but it's sad, know. though. Do people not have as much time these days, or does it just feel that way? I, I, don't know. I think the time is still there. I think we have something in our possession that is sitting in my pocket that yeah. takes a lot of time away from people that they think that they tend to forget about. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so here, here's some further question, for, again, for both of you. Maybe for those feeder programs, like we kind of talked a little about the coaches, like, you know, they can't even get – they're having people coach that, that don't have a clue. God bless their heart. They want to help, but, you know, we've talked about the feeder programs are the most important, you know, for the for the long haul when they get to high school and beyond that. What could maybe, like, Honeywell or the Erickson Center do, like, for incentive to get coaches to want to coach what, yeah. outside of money, if that makes sense? Like, if you're coaching football at Erickson Center football, fifth grade, what kind of incentive could they 
bring to the table to be like, hey, a non-contact rule with parents. And I'm and I'm not I'm and I'm yeah you know I, I don't know if that's right or wrong to say, but you know sometimes I feel like parents just. They need to support like what their kid is doing. Let your kid go out there and fail. Let your kid go right. out there and yeah. have some fun. Like, Absolutely. Yes. And, it, and it's okay don't. if your kid isn't starting at first base and or whatever, wherever you want them to be. It's okay. You know, because like even with us as when we deal with like the middle school coaches, like don't put a kid in a position that I want every kid that plays the rec league to touch the ball. Right. Every kid that that plays rec league to throw the ball. Yep. Because what if you grow up? You were a chubby kid as a young kid, but all of a sudden you go through a growth spurt, and you're six four and can run like a run like the wind. Yeah, exactly. And now you've only ever blocked, and if you just play center and you just stand in one spot, is that is that good for you? Is that good for the kid? Is that good for the sport? Like, listen, I played offensive line. It's I loved it because I loved the physicality, but that was a whole different level. Like, I think if I would have had to play it at a young age, like. Shoot, I remember trying to cut weight to make – so I didn't have the black stripe black on my stripe, helmet, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. But I think we need to get kids playing every position and, and doing everything that they can do to, um, you know, experience the game. I let every kid throw it. Every, let every kid try to catch it. Right. Who cares Absolutely. if it's the fast kid that always scores or, you know, throw it out to the chubby kid that, hey, he catches it this time, man. It might be one game out of six, but that kid's going to be jacked and he's going to remember that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. JP, well, we talked about this earlier, but – you said the a difference between back in the day, like for at CJB, for instance, um, we would have like two coaches, and you yeah. said now there's like what six. I mean, it's and, just and it's it's not real coaches. It's like parents that just are trying to push their kids into positions by saying they coach, and they just uh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how it ever turned into all that. I don't know what. Why? Well, I mean, I don't I, know what happened. I guess I should say. Do you think? I mean, for that, you know, I feel like that just hurts them because number one, and again, I'm I'm not taking it. I said some stuff last week where I felt like I was kind of harsh about it, but at the same time, that's really how I felt. I feel like I don't think that all these feeder coaches or the AU coaches are bad. That's not it. There are a lot of good ones. Yes. But I do believe that there are a lot of them that are out there for the self-serve of their kid. And guess what? They're living the dream through their kid. Mm -hmm. And I, I firmly believe that because if, if you're coaching, whether it's youth or AU or high school or whatever, the ultimate goal is to win. And you want to be competitive, and you want to teach them how to be a team player and all these things. But you want all those kids to learn as a team, like all the same fundamentals, learn the basics, master them. You have six different coaches coaching, okay, let's just say fifth or sixth grade, and they're saying five or six different things, and these kids have no clue what's going on or is any of these things right. But then at the high school level, you coach sophomore baseball, and you only have one coach. Right. How does that, you know – you, well, so, especially as a kid, you're super vulnerable. So you you believe your coach, whether they're right, right or wrong, right. you're going to believe them. Because I still remember things that coaches taught me when I was little, and that probably wasn't right, you know. So, but you did it anyways, right? You right. know, yeah. like you're influenced by it, and you're like, you're a kid. A kid doesn't understand. Just like now, a six year old kid says to their parent, "I hate you." They don't really hate their parent. They don't even know. They're just mad because their parents they hate that current like, situation yeah. at that <laughs> moment. Like, yeah, and hate might even be the wrong word at that point. They're just they're just mad. They're angry. They're they're learning to express their feelings yeah. just like everybody does. Right. I just, I don't, I mean, for, I mean, you guys have kids and they're going through the programs. So, I mean, you guys are seeing more of that. And plus, you know, you're obviously coaching all the time. But I just feel like there's a real, the disconnect there is just, you know, you just have a lot of people just living the dream through their kid where it's like, like you were getting back to what you both were saying is 
just let the kids go play. They're not at that. They're they're just trying to figure out if they're even going to like it. Right. Yep. So Lyon, she's just like you said with your daughter. Just just go let them do it. Now, excuse me. When they get to high school, if they're like playing with the dirt, yeah, then you're done. Right. Then I'm, then we're going to have a little <laughs> yeah, different conversation. So <laughs> that's just yeah. I don't know. I just I I'd like to see. I I don't know what you know we could do as a community. At the end, I mean, we've talked about those things, but I, I, I think, think that's kind of a... Community support is big, too, Yep. even for the kids. Because, I mean, for instance, this is zero jab at anybody because I don't think it's anybody's fault, individ- you know, specifically. But, like, I've been to a Varsity Clinton game for basketball this year, and I've also been to a Varsity Fulton basketball game. Um, and it's a night and day difference. I talked to JP about this earlier. Yeah, uh, you absolutely. can barely even find a seat at Fulton, which I know the gym's smaller, but... Just the, the community support is, is night and day, and it shouldn't be because it's – I just – I wish I could see it at Clinton too, you know. And I don't know whose fault. That, it's not really anybody's fault. It's just – I'm just kind of like – I just sat there. I'm like, man, that's crazy how how it is. I don't know. Collect. I don't know if there's a way to even change that. That's how I was even telling the center. Like, how do you how, how do you get people to show up and support? I don't know. Well, and you'd think there's way more people in Clinton. Right. I mean, I get it. I, like, I feel like when we were back, we were kind of talking about that. Like, the, remember, like, the basketball, the student section was packed. Yep. Yeah. Like, the, we went to the girls' volleyball game when we weren't. And it was packed. And it was packed. And, like, football Friday nights, it was packed. That field was packed. And now, I mean, you see it. I, I can't remember who I was talking to recently, somebody that was a, is a principal. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I go to these games. He's like, it is, I talk so much smack to the kids about how they don't even show up. And when they do show up, they just stay in there. Kind of like what you were saying, like what, like the students, yeah, the section? students, yeah. like, and it's like, what, like, what are they doing? Like, uh, if you're not out for a sport, what else are they doing? We used to take pride in the student section. Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, wish there was a way to motivate people more, but I, what do you, where do you start, and what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. man, I don't know. That kind of bugs me. I just, I feel like the feeder program's a, a big deal, and I think if if they're not being taught the right things. From the get-go, the basic fundamentals, then these kids are going to – they're never going to do anything because they're going to be so far behind when they get to high school. Right. It's not going to change overnight, but it's cool to see people trying now. Yep. I feel like I really do, you know, like Reggie and – Yep. Reggie and Scott Levine do a nice job with the Little Kings. Yeah, it's um, it's cool to see. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. It's a. I could talk about it forever, but <laughs> I, yeah, we, you can I talk, know you can talk about anything forever. You know, <laughs> I know that. I could talk to the wall here and be like, "Hey, let's you should have a combo. do it for a little bit." No, I'm just kidding. You got a green wall. Um, so, here I'm gonna ask you this question. Okay. What was your favorite part about Clinton High as a student athlete versus your favorite part as a teacher slash adult coach? Now, I guess I guess what I what I should say because like I always get this feeling too. Like I've been I've been back in Clinton High and I was I I. I felt differently as a student as I do now, not in a good or bad way, but just that's kind of a broad question. But No, I, I guess it's kind of the same for me. And yeah. I know exactly what, what you're saying is, you know, uh, when I left as a kid, I had, I had a thought of what I always thought Clinton was going to be, what Clinton High was always going to be. And, you know, and um, it set me up for a lot of success in life, you know, moving yeah. on to the next level. They did a nice job. Um, then coming back, you know, for me as an athlete, I guess I'll answer that first part of the question. It was always – it was the red and black, like, to represent that school. Like, you know, we might not have won a lot of ball games, but we knew that, you know, we were going to be tough. Yeah. Like, when you, when you when we get, when we played a football game, like, you knew that it was going to be a battle. 
Right. Whether it be a basketball game, you knew it was going to be a battle. Like we were going to try to be in it until the end. And that was, you know, that was the blue collar mentality that, that we had as kids. And, you know, fast forwarding now to me as a, as a teacher, as a coach, like it's still the same thing. Like Clinton, people opened a lot of doors for me at Clinton. Yeah. You know, they did a lot of things to help me. And that's, that's one of the things that, um, that brought me back here is people did a lot of things to help me. I want to help a lot of kids in this community try to do, 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 do good things in their life, you know, right. whether it be opening up the weight room, you know, helping them in class, you know, giving kids a chance to be successful that people gave me. Yeah, that's good. You have the opportunity to, to kind of be the person that you looked up to at that point, right. I guess, in the same sense. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just being a mentor. Yeah. I mean, it's really what that is. I mean, and I, some of those kids I would think, you know, and I was kind of part of that, like, you know, I mean, my mom was remarried, but I was kind of disconnected, you know, growing up with my stepdad. <clears throat> you know, they don't, some of those kids, especially now that split household, they don't have like a, they might, they might live with an aunt right. or a grandma and they don't have, they might not even have a mom or a dad figure. So I think they look to, I think kids now really, they long for that relationship. Like that. I think you're talking about like you had with Smitty. I had like with vice, you know, I mean, Snowden, I mean, those guys, I will, I will always see him as coach, but I'll see him as a lifelong friend. Right. And I think that's now they really long for that more than anything because a lot of those kids are, disconnected and they don't have that at home mm -hmm. you know? yeah I mean and there's there's a lot of tough conversations that I have with kids in the hallway you know I'll pull them into my room pull them into an office quick we'll close the door and you know they, they might need a butt chewing that that they might not be getting at home and that's yeah, yeah. that's kind of my role a little bit like listen you're doing some stuff you shouldn't be doing you know get your butt to school on time like you know do the work that you need to do like yeah, you know yeah. we're tracking these kids as grades you know we're we're doing the things that Everything that we can to be help them be successful beyond football. Yeah, absolutely. You're yeah. You guys. I mean, both of you guys. I mean, what having kids and then coaching stuff. You're just preparing your kids for life. Yep. I mean, that's what you're doing. I mean, but that's where I feel like when we talk about some of this stuff, how that hurts them when they're younger if they're not held accountable, especially then when they get older. Because you know how it is if if you don't lay down ground rules right away, whether you're a parent or a coach, those kids. You know, six months later, you know, you're the coach to just, you know, you just show up and then one day you snap off and practice. Do That's not going to go over it? well, no. You, you know what I mean? So it's like if you lay those down right away, most of the – most kids or people in general are going to be like, okay, this is what the expectation is. But if you let it go and you never correct it, you never have any control and those kids just – they know that they can run over the top of you. So I feel like, you know, it's more of, again, like just lay down the law if you want to say it. Yeah, set the expectations. Yeah. Set the line here and let the kids, they're either going to meet it or they're not. And it's, that's how it's always been. We talked about this before the show. Like, you know, uh, kids have not changed over the years. Expectations of kids have changed over the years. And what we allow them to do and what we allow them to get away with is, is, is what's changed, in my thoughts. Very true. What do you think about that, Tanner? Because, I mean, you have kids. You know, I mean, you have kids, obviously. And, you know, you played sports, come through it. I mean. Uh, yeah, it's, it's different. I mean, even – just what they're allowed to do and not to do to even be on a team, especially even at the middle school. You know, I've seen it where, like, kids can get bad grades and play. I wish they couldn't. But, you know, I mean, even it happened with my child. He was getting bad grades and they still let him play. And I was like, man, like, I wish they would not let him play so then it would motivate him a little to get better grades because yeah. that's what's most important in my opinion, you know. But I don't know. Yeah. That's definitely, like I said, yeah, I, I would think that way different because it, yeah, and, and I feel like it's so easy now to pass a class. <laughs> like, I mean, you know what I mean? And even when we were in school, it wasn't hard. It was like, 
all you had to do was literally do the work, well, like yeah. the homework. And it's you the same thing I tell it. kids every every time we have a new semester. You show up every single day and put forth put forth some sort of effort. I can help you pass this class. <laughs> yeah. But if you're not going to do that, I, I can't help you. <laughs> right. And I feel like the homework is less than it used to be. At least in middle school, I, I haven't seen high school level. But come to my room and I give a lot of it. Well, so. no, that's no. good. Dude. Man, you did what Smitty did because you know Smitty, man, Smitty gave. He was always giving yeah. homework. I hated that. Yeah. I'm, I People get it. mad at me when I'm down at the printer in the morning. Like, oh, <laughs> dude, you are that guy, man. You are the guy. Oh yeah, what do we have for homework today? Well, you're gonna have to do half of the book. It's like <laughs> no, it's oh, fir- first day of school, and you yeah. got to give out an assignment. I like that. That's that's good. I'll stick with homework. <laughs> I, I always love Rebecca stats. Do you, didn't you guys I, ever? Yeah, have her? but you just wanted to eat the food. That's yeah. all you cared about. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, man. cinnamon rolls, <laughs> cinnamon rolls, and go to Golden Corral. Yeah. <laughs> dude, oh. there's a classic one we should have brought back, and Clinton was Golden yeah. Corral. Good call. Where's that McDonald's? Where yeah. Now? yeah. Wow, dude, that would that would be a game changer if they brought that. Dude. There'd be people that would move to Clinton. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, what, that's what would do it. <laughs> yeah, that would that would just be turn a game the, changer. It's turning the the whole city around. Dude. Population decline. It's now. On the uprise because Golden Corral. <laughs> Just put one at every corner. <laughs> yeah. We're back in yeah. business, baby. Okay, yeah. so uh, senior year, you're coming out to the field. What song are you listening to in your headphones? Man, you guys, I'm probably going to be one of very few people that are alive that's going to say this, but I was a big country fan, and I still am. Really? I was a uh, Tim McGraw, like greatest, his first oh. greatest hits. Back then, like I'm an Indian outlaw. So yeah, that was on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Where song. the green grass grows, my next thirty <laughs> years, like those were the tunes that I was. Because I listen, I if you guys know me, I, I was always a fiery guy. I still am a fiery guy mm-hmm. when it comes to sports, but um, I usually need to like decompress, like yeah. relax myself before I go out there. Um, I still pace now as a coach, like. My wife sometimes worries that I'm gonna keel over on the <laughs> sideline a little bit. Like, yeah, but you pat, you pat so are you gonna are you gonna go to the tailgate tall boys to see him or no? I don't think so. Yeah. We've talked about it, but what? but the four kids, I got to come up with a babysitter. All these high school kids are going. Hey, it's, kids six and under are free, bro. You're good. Listen, I ain't taking a six, four, four, and two year old tailgate tall boys. I mean, it ain't like the old river bowl days nah, where you just parents just turn you loose and yeah. meet me at the light pole at ten <laughs> o'clock. Exactly. That's a yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, man. Way different. River bowl days was man, that was awesome. I think I was. I think I was listening to Young Jock during baseball. That was cool. You only like yeah, Young. What else did you? Now like? I, you bone, know what? You like now not Bone Thugs. What was the other one? I don't remember. Ghetto Ghetto Cowboy. Yeah, Mo Thugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Uh, now, now all I listen to is country. It's super weird. Really? Yes. Like the past couple months, that's all I. That's all I. I don't know. Something's going on with me. Really? Yeah. You like country? Yeah. That means you're getting old. I know. <laughs> no, he man, this dude is. You know what this dude told me? That I text him, like at I don't even know what time. <laughs> Earlier like today. Thirty. I'm literally. I was coming. I was just coming over, and I'm like, hey, and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, he literally says in cap letters, BRB. I'm taking a snooze in the chair. <laughs> BRB. BRB. I can't believe you actually typed that. <laughs> and I said, what? I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, did you say BRB? Is this MySpace or, or uh, MSN Messenger? <laughs> what was the other one? LOL? Yeah. Was that the other AOL. one? AOL. AOL. Yeah. No, there was another one that was uh, ICN. You guys remember ICN? Was, the, that, was that your number? Or are you talking about ASL? Stendo always said that. No, ASL was, that was a- one. Age, sex, location, yes. when you were in a chat room? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what it was. How old are you? Are you a male or female? <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Dude, that is... That how is, weird. We used to talk to random people. Like, how old are you? Are you a man or a woman? And where are you from? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how people ended up on those yeah. shows, like with Chris Hansen <laughs> and Dateline NBC. 
It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to meet my friend. Yeah, you're 48 and 13. Like, oh, I probably gosh. shouldn't do that. But okay, man, that is. I mean, I love bringing up the old school stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. What else I got? Here? I got some. Well, keep, I got some other goodies. I just, I just. Well, kinda I wanna, can't wait for your goodies, buddy. Well, I don't really have any goodies, but I think we're gonna get. Uh, so let's do this on this day. How about that? So on this day, February 2nd, because, yeah, we're going to do that. It's Groundhog's Day. Uh, 1892. Now, I don't know if this is still a, a thing, but it says the longest boxing match under modern rules. Now, I don't know if it's modern rules now or back in 1892. Who knows? It went 77 rounds in Namioki, Illinois, between Harry Sharp and Frank Crosby. How in the world can you go 77 rounds in a single match? This is boxing? Yes. Dude, how many blows did they take at Seriously, that point? Like, 77 whoa, rounds. Like, how did they even breathe at the end? Anyways, moving on. 1936, February 2nd, Babe Ruth was elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame on this day. He was a famous Major League Baseball player for the Boston Red Sox and then the New York Yankees. I believe we talked about his trade. It was something crazy. Like how I can't remember. So three hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars or something. There. Yeah, yeah, it was something wild. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, he also played for the Boston Braves, now the Atlanta Braves, during his last year as a player in nineteen thirty six. I did not know that. I did not I know that either. Know that in nineteen thirty five, during Ruth's career, he had achieved much. For instance, he ranked third on the all time home run list. Part of the reason why is because he achieved a record of sixty home runs in the year nineteen twenty seven. Babe Ruth was also the only player to hit three home runs in two World Series appearances, 1926 and 1928. Cool facts. 1954, Bevo Francis of Rio Grande College scores 113 points in a basketball game. Wow. That's wild. I've never heard of that either, but I found that out. Uh, Moving all the way to 2009, 50 years after Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper played their final gig at the Surf Ballroom in Clear Lake, Iowa, which if you know anything about that, they uh, passed away in a plane crash after that. Um, and that, that last show was Clear Lake, Iowa. Um, the day the music died became the day the music went on and on. A tribute concert at the original Surf raved on for six hours with a lineup of rock, rock acts that included Graham Nash, Los Lobos, Los, Los Lobos, Los Lonely Boys, Wanda Jackson, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, and Holly's original bandmates, the Crickets. That's pretty cool. I've actually looked into a lot of that before, and I was trying to do a show at this place called the Surf Ballroom. It was a Sir Mix-a-Lot Where's show. Was it at? Clear, Clear Lake, Lake, Iowa. Oh, Clear Lake. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been there. So that's yeah. where that, like, the famous. Yeah, I kicked out of a bar there once. Did you? Awesome. Yeah, I'm not, and it, it, this was like in the last two years, not gonna lie. So you got kicked out of a bar. <laughs> kicked out of a bar. Yeah, it was to, I was with three other dudes that I was working with. You know, we were obviously off duty, and, yeah. and they well, told hopefully. me to leave, and they're like, "This guy, this bouncer dude." I didn't even do it. I really didn't even do anything, or I don't think I did. And yeah, <laughs> we had to leave. So yeah, I'll never That's go fun. back there again. That's never. Fun. But anyways, yeah, yeah, Sir Ballroom had Sir Mix a lot there. I think it was last year I was trying, but I thought that would have been cool because of this situation. But anyways, moving on. 2020 Super Bowl, Super Bowl uh, Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens, Florida. Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-20. MVP Patrick Mahomes. Um, it was his uh, blah, blah, blah. Chiefs' first victory in 50 years. Uh, first Super Bowl victory. Oh, wow. so. yeah, it's been a long time. I don't think that. I don't, I don't. I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I thought this was. I figured we could talk about that. So. Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Okay, so to who y'all roll with? Okay, let's say AFC right now. Who who you picking? Who's who's make who's who's gonna get in the Super? Are the Bengals gonna blank them again? Four and zero. Is is Burrow the man or is I Pat hope so. Mahomes? What, what? 
I'm going to go Kansas City. Are you? How, why, can, I ask, can I ask why, though? It's hard to beat a team four times in a row, especially at that level. And what these guys are doing, you know, the, the people that they're doing, they'll, they'll probably hire somebody special this past week to, you know, break down all their film, find this random play like you hear about, like Bill Belichick always does yeah. with the Patriots. Um, you know, Andy Reid, he's got something up his sleeve. Yeah. Well, he probably did, yeah. Four he, times as hard, whether it's whether it's youth football, NFL, it don't matter. Four yeah, times as hard. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that is true. What about you, Tanner? Who you got? I'm going with Joe Burrow, man. Yeah. Just because, just because I don't like the Chiefs. That's why I don't. I don't have a reason why I don't like him. <laughs> he just, just want to go with Burrow. <laughs> yeah. I I don't like Burrow, and he's AFC North. But you know what? I don't think that it, I don't after after watching that Bills game. I just don't think. How do you stop him? He's got Jamar Chase, Higgins, Boyd. And Joe Burrow, I mean, when they bring heat and they offensive line picks it up, he's as cool as the what Stuart Scott used to say on that. Cool as the other side of the pillow. Yeah, that dude will just he slices and dices. I don't, I don't know how you beat him. I really don't. I think their defense is, but their defense I think is better than the Chiefs' defense. The Chiefs' secondary is they're young, and I think that Burrow's going to pick them apart. How do you? How do you? The the Bengals basically have two. Number one wide receivers. Yeah. And then you have Mixon to throw in there. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I well, mean, I don't care really who wins because Steelers aren't in there, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> really don't matter. But, yeah. Maybe in your heart they are. Yeah. yeah. They should be. In a couple of years we will be. There we go. We got Kenny Pickett, man. There we go. I like it. He's the new Big Ben. Big Ken. That's right. Big Ken. There big you Ken, go. Big Ben. All right. Start, I got to start bench cut, though, for you guys. And I want to do NFL because we got Coach Eric here. I'm going to start with you. Start bench cut, okay? Okay. Randy Moss, T.O., Chad Ochocinco. So I'm going to start. You got to start one? Start Randy Moss. Bench one, cut one. Ooh. I'm going to bench the Ocho, and then I'm going to cut T.O. Just because of his, okay. his antics. I just, I just struggled with those. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would agree with you on that. I think he... Tanner, I know you remember those three. Yeah, dude. I was going to say, I know you we're, have. We're I know going, we've talked about. We're that's going Randy Moss, bro. Yeah. So, who are you going? That's you, the only one I care about. So. You taking Moss? Yeah, that's it. And you, you're just going to bench the other two? Sure. <laughs> just, I didn't know that was an I'm, option, but I mean, it is now. <laughs> it is now. I'm, I mean, I think you rolled it because I'm taking Randy Moss. You know, they were comparing him to, you know, him, the Justin Jefferson from the from the Vikings. And Justin Jefferson had more receiving yards, like broke the record for the all-time for the single season, whatever, for them. But, you know, the touchdown comparison to him, him and Moss is cut in half. Moss had double the amount of touchdowns he has. I feel like every time you turned on a Minnesota Viking game back in the day, Moss was always scoring a touchdown. Yeah. Yep. He's he like, mooning the Packers fans, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, dude was a, I mean, he was just a dog. Like, who? he had like a game where he had like three receptions for like 175 yards. Yeah. And. It's like, I, I don't know. I, I think he's, I still think he's, I guess I didn't see a lot of rice because he wasn't in his prime, but I, I still think Moss is the best receiver of all time, in my opinion, that at least that I saw. I don't know. That's tough because you look at what what Rice did in that era. Yep. With when it was ground and pound and, and all Jerry did was catch balls and score touchdowns. It's, But that's that's the LeBron-Michael debate. I it is. Like, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't want to get into LeBron and Michael. Speaking know, of, I know we all first that. choice insurance, guys, for all your home, auto, and life insurance needs. For all 
life, wait, home, life, auto, business, and much more. 410 South 2nd Street, 563-241-2341. Hit up Andrew Wood. He will get you right. Isn't that right, Stenda? He will get you right, hook you up. I actually got an appointment with him next week, so y'all better get down there. You do? Yeah, I do. Actually, oh, I missed it last week because I was sick. But That's yeah, all right. Things happen, bro. Life happens. Yeah, life happens. Make sure if you guys need an insurance for any reason, hit up First Choice Insurance. He'll hook you up. JP will let you know next week how his appointment went, too. I'll let you know. I'll tell you all the, the uh, discounts that I got or didn't <laughs> get. Um, let me see here. <laughs> Let's see. I... I for for you, Coach Eric. So, if what would you say is the most difficult thing to in today's modern era of being a, a high school coach at at any level, whether it's freshman, soft, varsity, what is the most difficult part of your job as a whole? Um, the most difficult part, I guess, is you want to talk athletes, or, or where do you want to go? It, honestly, I just. I guess yeah, that's probably vague, but just in general, like what do what do you, what do you find like each year that you're grinding? Like, what do you find is like, man, this just it gets tougher, or you're like, man, they're just changing stuff. Like, how to you know what in your eyes where you feel like it gives you the most? I don't know. I guess you could say stress, or you know where you're always trying to battle the. I wouldn't go stress, but I'll go this route. Uh, the thing that I think about the most, you know, and I talk to my wife a lot about this, and you know, I talk to the other coaches on staff. And, it's just trying to keep the kids in it. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's no lie. We've, we've struggled the last couple of years. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to we're, – we're working our tails off trying to build this thing back. It's just, you know, how do you keep a kid motivated? You know, we, well, my first year we were 0-8 in the COVID year. That was something special to talk about. Um, right. Then we went into the, the next year. We, we, we won two games. But everything else, we got blown out. This past season, we won two games. We lost four games out of our seven by less than seven points. You know, how do we keep these kids motivated? You know, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, listen, it's coming. It's it's there. Like, you just – the hunger, the drive. Like, I see it. I'm motivated because, like, I remember what Clinton football was. You know, yeah. like, when we were coached by by Coach Smirka and Coach Vice and, and all those guys, like – you know, and, and Smitty, and let, let's keep these, let's get these things back to where it needs to be. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we might not win every game. Who cares? Yeah. But, you know, we want to keep kids interested in football, you know, make Clinton football cool again. Yeah. Make Clinton football tough. Like, and that's, that's kind of one of the things we've really focused on the last couple of years is, you know, our motto, our motto is, is win forever. Yeah. Uh, we try to build a lot of things around that. Like, if I just teach Tanner how to, an X and an O, how to block this play. I screwed up. Yeah. I want you to pass class. I want you to go get a job. Sure. I want to come into Rivals. I want to support your store. Like, yeah. I, I want to support you as a, as a human being. And it's just sure. letting kids see that there's something else out there, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's not just a succeed or fail. There's other things yeah. that you can succeed at. I mean, you could be a, you could be a D student and – and you could run your own business, or yeah, you know, run it. Like you yeah, can, yeah. You sure. know, you work your way up. You find something that you're passionate and, and you're driven towards. Like, who knows what you can do in your life? Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a tough. I mean, it's tough. I think it's tougher for you guys, like in your positions. You know, you're a football coach at a high level, and you got kids. And you know, Tanner, you're running, you know, a business, and you have kids. Like for me, like it's more of like oh, I just worry about myself, and I can speak my maybe my 
methods or I guess my, how I feel about things is a little bit different cause I don't have kids, but I mean, I feel like the position you guys are in, like, it, it's tough. Like I would, I would be a parent. I think is tough today. And especially like you guys, like still being involved in your kid's life and sports and stuff. And then you still have to be a parent, Yep. you know, cause you have to like separate that, mm-hmm. you know, like Tanner, I mean, like I've, you know, Tanner, I know, I know, you know, with your kids and stuff. I mean, that's, that's gotta be, it's just, to me, it seems like it's tough. Like how do you, you want to, you know, it, it's not that you don't want to be their friend, but you don't want them to like resent you and think that you don't care about them because you don't let them do certain things or whatever. Right. Yeah. It's being a parent. There's zero handbook on being a parent. I can tell you that. You're just flying yeah. by to see your pants every day. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, like I said, you know, but, you guys but I mean say. like with that, like, you know, get your kids involved in what you're in, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, Tanner, you, I've heard you talk about like the, the music for the little kids now, like you're starting yeah. that thing. Like, you know, our, us, like, you know, my wife is phenomenal with our four daughters. Like our kids love coming. They know when they know when it's Friday, it's football yeah. Friday at yeah, our yeah. house. They all got their football t-shirts on. They're ready to go. Like our oldest likes coming to practice. Like let them come around and hang out. Like, yeah. you know, let, let our kids be around. Like, I think that's cool. Like they get to interact and they get to see the, uh, the high school kids, how they deal with young kids. And that's, you know, that, that's kind of the things that we're, we've talked about is, um, you know, teaching these kids that there's something else out there, letting them be around, you know, be involved. Think about how cool it is. Like, you know, oh, I remember this girl when she played volleyball. I remember this guy when he played football. Like, he yeah. played catch with me. Like, if a kid goes over and plays with one of our coaches, kids plays football with him on the side, listen, as long as he ain't supposed to be in, I, I, I ain't saying boo yeah. to him. Let him be, yeah. you know, because he just made that kid's day. And who knows what that kid had to do that day. Yeah. You know, he could have had a rough day at school, and now he gets to come play football, play catch-up practice. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Grind, baby. Got to grind. All right, so before we do uh, get the food challenge. Well, yeah, we got a challenge. We today. got a challenge. Here. A challenge, oh, boy. But before, I just have one more just, just for Coach Eric. This is it. And then I got something, too. Okay, good. Okay, this will be good. Actually, do you want to go? No. Okay, good. This, <laughs> this, this you is go the guy first. you know. All right. <clears throat> You're in your prime, Coach Eric. Ben Boothby's in his prime. Who's winning one-on-one drive blocking? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. And I'm taking Nate Harrogate. When I remember you were, you know, 6'4", 245, like you you were – you're still- Now, are we talking prime Clinton High or prime I'm gonna say- you Ooh. and I Panthers? Like, Because you got to remember, yeah, like, we, we were there at the same time. Like, I was starting on the old line. He started on the D line. So, it was oh, a battle. It was a battle, you. like – We're taking you and I. We got to take you and I. Not, not high school. Let's, let's take you and I. I want you and I. And your guys' is prime. If you just one-on-one. Man. Boothby's never going to see this anyway, so it's not going to matter. I'm going to give it. I'll, I'll give it to Boothby. You think so? Absolutely. He's too short. Dude, he was an all-conference player in our conference. He, I mean, he, I mean, he is. I he was say. a dude. Like, he was. Okay, you guys talked about, you know, Tony Bassett and him squaring up. Yeah. Yes. That's how he was every single day of practice. Really? really? That's how he was. Like, when he went there, like – Something just switched, and he just became a menace. Like really? he was just—he was always in—he was always in somebody's business. <laughs> see, I see that. I've I I never it. had a lot of opportunities. Like even you know, junior, senior, I didn't have. Never really had. You know, I was always like you know, bopping him. You know, I was six foot, bopping six five, and I was just like, hey, just get your hands inside. You know, you can get the leverage. But I, you know, Ben, I think I've heard other people say that about him before. Like. He was kind of on a different level when he was 
Yeah, because like he got on like I mean we had the strength program back then like, but he got up there. He was regimented. You know, I was the same way. We put up these. You know, I don't talk a lot about myself, but we, we put up some pretty big numbers. Yeah, I'm sure. And we lifted yeah. a lot of weights together, and that was that was big. Yeah. Well, you were strong as hell in high school. I remember that. I, mean, I was kind of just big, though. <laughs> I know. remember that, man. You know, for how, how crazy strong and beast-like Boothby turned out, when he was younger, he was such a, a pud. Clutch and just so, unco- <laughs> so uncoordinated. I remember when, when we used to at Stockwell – and I know Chris has told the story before. We'd go out there with Chris, and he would we'd play catch with a baseball. And he Chris would throw it as high as he could in the air. Um, and that one time, he I'm not even kidding. He probably threw it 100 feet in the air, and it came down and literally it didn't even touch Boothby's glove. It hit him straight in the forehead, <laughs> and he had the biggest knot on his forehead for so long he was bawling. But yeah, that's he just had no coordination. So it's crazy. It's crazy how that turned out for him. That was that. But he's like a, a prime example of like hard work and just. Yeah. Like wanting something bad enough and going to get it. So. You know, but I think that's what made like you know, I out of the three people that I know that have gone to you and I from Clinton, I was, I, I will admit it, I was the least I was the least successful in the football realm. Like, um, you know, but we were we were blue collar kids with a chip yeah. on our shoulder that, you know, we always felt like we were kind of overlooked and we wanted to prove yeah. ourselves and yeah. and we were put in a position to do so and we, you know, we had some success. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have the David or Boothby success, but, I mean. That's yeah, I, 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 I had a good career. Still there. I mean, I mean, I started. I was a team yeah. captain. Like you know, like I'll. Yeah. But that was, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't a Ben Booth. I wasn't an All Conference. You know, player like he was. I mean, he was. He was a dude. Well, I don't. I, not to. I don't think that like the success is measured by. I mean, the accolades and stuff. Okay, you know that's that's by voting. I mean, we see that in the NFL. Like you know the profession. Yep. I mean, it, to me, it's kind of skewed. It's like okay. I mean, look every year. It's a quarterback that wins the MVP. And, you know, that's all they base – I mean, I feel like, you know, you could say that, like, okay, yeah, Ben was all conference, but – But at the I, end of the day, I think all three of us were good teammates. Yeah. Right. That, like that's you guys, probably most you know, important, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I, absolutely, 100%. So – Anyways, moving on, I got a story, and then we're going to get Go. right into the food, okay? Just, yeah, just a quick story. So, no, I remember – You're good, man. Back in the day in Pony Baseball, my first home run that I ever hit, guys, and I think this was the one that I hit off Dylan Schnee. Ooh. I'm pretty sure. Sorry, man. <laughs> so, um, b- before that, during that day, um, Chris, my brother-in-law Chris, uh, he used to hang out with a guy named Adam. And Adam told me, and he was like, I'm telling you, Tanner, just listen to me. If you eat a JBC, you're going to hit a home run tonight. <laughs> JBC, JBC. Is Junior Bacon Cheeseburger. Ooh, from, I don't mind wow. those. From Wendy's. And he told me this, and I legit hit a home run. And, and then forever since then, I'm like, yeah, but I'm believing. I believe these superstitions. And I, I tried to eat one the next game, and it didn't happen. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> you but, were over it. But still, yeah. And then I quit doing it. But he was like, but I think it was a, you know, I forgot to tell you this, Dennis, but I think it was like only mayonnaise and bacon. So it wasn't a true JBC. Oh. But Maybe. still, it's close. Something like that. I don't know. Still whatever. tasted good. So, anyways. Yeah, hell yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fire. Yeah. Speaking of fire, I missed the snack wraps at McDonald's. Ooh. But, anyways. Uh, so, we're going to do something a little bit different tonight. Usually, we eat a local establishment's food, um, but we're unsuccessful. So, if you do own a, a restaurant and you want us to um, highlight your food on the podcast, hit us up. Hit me, JP. Hit the Honeywell Heroes uh, page. Um, so we went with some JBCs tonight. What we're gonna do? <laughs> we're, what we're gonna do tonight Woo! is we're gonna see who can finish a JBC first. Coach Hare, you in? 
sure. Uh, I mean, we, we're going to have to do it. I mean, it's going to be so nasty. I mean, awesome. you got your practice jersey on from back I mean, in the day. Like, yeah, I wore this for you. I thought I was like, man, we get all clean people. I got, you know, I'm like, for some reason, Stan got six JVCs. I don't I know. Got six. Well, he said, just send, in case, send, send them home if you guys get hungry. I mean, I'm not going to leave you guys empty-handed. <laughs> just in case, you pass them down. We got some cold JVCs. Ooh, dude, look, but you know what? That means they're that means they're gonna slide down a little bit easier being greasy, you know. <laughs> this is gonna be great, dude. Oh, look at that. Oh, baby. Dude, I can't even tell you the last time I had one of these. What, are you serious? Yeah. Listen, we got four kids. We ain't gonna have to eat all yeah. the time, bro. Yeah, it'd be about a hundred dollars at a fast food <laughs> yeah. place. Well, you, yeah, I guess you gotta probably right, thanks Stenda for this wonderful treat. All right, so what do we, I'm gonna get dominated right now. I feel like I'm gonna I don't know. I don't know. This is I'm going to have to be like Kobayachi. You know, the guy that Last you time I was got a glass of water to dip your JVC in. I got a little drink, I got a little drink over here. No, I you got to. I'm not. I should bro, I know you got Steam wheelers, well done. I mean, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to move the old computer. No, you don't. You can't use a drink. Don't cheat. Okay, fine. All right, so. What the? All right. Have you ever been in a, a fooding contest before? I have not. No, have you? Yeah. What'd you do? So, see, this is why we didn't what? tell you. We didn't want to prepare oh, you no. for this. <laughs> Man, what? No, but like, so we had like, so we had like the, we were always part of the My Waterloo days over in Waterloo when I was in college. Oh, yeah. 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 And they would have like a rib eating contest. Yep. So they'd always bring in, you know, the the, the linemen. We would always come over and, and we'd be scarfing down some ribs. I, I usually finished last because I was like, man, these are too good to be just inhaling yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So that was the only time I've ever done that. Up wow. in the loo. See, I, I live like 15 minutes from Waterloo. Nice. Yeah, Waterloo's kind of a rough place, but the Cedarloo, man, it's a good, it's a good place though. Oh yeah, and Cedar Falls. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Well, then you have an advantage, man. I'm, Not much. I'm, it's been shit. Have. We're talking 12, 13 years since I did that. Well, oh, way yeah. more than that. It's it's time to go, baby. All right. So random. Are we gonna like? You want me to like count down? Yeah, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna do a. I got a stopwatch on the computer. I would, I want to see how fast this goes. <laughs> Oh man, this is crazy. <laughs> the time doesn't matter, but yo, I, I don't care. I'm finishing it. All right, here we go. Ready? I'm, we'll go four. We're starting four. Who four? starts at four? Okay, okay. How about three? <laughs> Yo, dude, sorry, see, my math is bad. Okay, I, I was not a good math student. I started. How about we're starting seventeen and count okay. down? Okay, we'll start at three. I'll go three, two, one. Okay, ready? Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh my god! It was so dry. <laughs> we gotta swallow it here. Oh, no, Don't be choking over there. Don't be puking on the turf. <laughs> no, he'll be digging out your finger. Oh, God, he's weak. Sorry for I'm not even close. I about choked there. No. I, I thought I had you. Come on, bro. <laughs> I thought I had you guys, and I'm like, I'm dead. I can't. I like to enjoy it. Tanner! No way. Hold on, I gotta follow it. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm out, man. Oh. How long taking? Minute mark. He's not done yet. I can't, I can't do it. Alright, I'm out. You're done? Yep. Dang it. No, like a minute and 13. All right. Well, you guys went high one. Dude, I'm about to choke. So did I. I was like, oh, I really thought I was like, oh, no, I'm going to. That's pretty good, though. Oh, my God. 
Just end a junior bacon cheeseburger makes you hit a home run. See, I guess so. <laughs> you guys want to go play baseball? <laughs> home run derby at Honeywell? <laughs> in, the, in the snow. So did you guys have any superstitions before you played sports? Not that I remember. I don't know. Probably like mm. probably like the usual ones, like if you don't let a black cat cross your path or walk. Listen to the same music, you yeah. know, like. Yeah. Did you have, I, I don't think I. I don't See, I didn't, but I, like Coach Farley did when we, like our pregame meals. We always oh, had this. okay, yeah. We always had the, he was, he was very much about it. We did the same thing. Baked potatoes, green beans, lasagna, and and fried shrimp. Right before a game? The night before a game. Oh, the really? night before. I was like, yeah. Man, you do that before a game? <laughs> he read some article one time that, like, if you eat uh, fried shrimp, it will help you play better. So, you know what showed up <laughs> next Friday? <laughs> it was fried shrimp, and we won. It had so, nothing so to like, do with, yep. like, we were pretty good, you know? Yeah. Like, no, that was why. What number did you wear in college? 66. 66, baby. Uh, DeCastro from the Steelers. Oh my! Offensive God. guard, all pro. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, of course. Okay, there. You, see, I just got to. I got to match the numbers up. You got to get the Steelers plug in there sometime. You have to. That's right. I mean, there's a lot of greats that come from there. Big Ben, one of them, probably the greatest. But you know, hey, we'll leave that there. Anyways, guys, um, we want to say thanks. This is episode. This is episode eleven. This is episode. Yep. Episode nice. eleven. Uh, That's a lot of episodes, bro. Uh, but anyways, thanks, guys, uh, if you're watching and you're one of the guys that always watches. There's there's a, a good amount of people that are continuously um, uh, always giving input and feedback, and that's pretty cool because um, you guys don't have to watch. You don't have to listen, but you do, so that's awesome. We appreciate you. We love it. Um, if you want to watch all the episodes, just go to HoneywellHeroes.com. Uh, we have all of our links to all of our social medias. You can search on YouTube and watch them all. That's the only place that you can see the podcast. Otherwise, if you like to listen, like uh, Coach Herrig here, he told us he likes to listen to them. Um, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, basically anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, um, it's there. So, Honeywell Heroes, we have we do have shirts available. Um, you want to grab one, Stenda? They're in that white box right there. You don't have to; it's fine. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get a post we'll surprise them. Yeah. yeah, we'll post pics. Um, we do have them available. How much are they? Twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five bucks shirt. Um, hit any of us up or. Uh, yeah, stop in the store. I'll have them at the store, too. Rival Sports, 85 Main Avenue, baby. I have nothing else besides Coach Eric. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, Love thank you. back again. And, Appreciate uh, it. It was a good time. It's great to have. Uh, it's always good to reminisce about the old days, man. It is. That's I right. mean, for sure. I, I I really enjoyed this one just to be able to yeah, kind of kick too. back. Random Tanner. J.P. Stenda Mr. and Coach Nate Herrig. Hey, episode 11, checking out.